we see this glamorous vision of the entrepreneur. They have all this success. They have all this money. It seems like it happened overnight. They just kind of snap their fingers. Ta-da, you know, I've got millions <laughs> coming in. And that's so dangerous. It's a really a dangerous way to think. So I would caution anyone who wants to get into it just to understand that it is going to take a long time. It's not anything overnight. Every epic adventure needs a treasure map, and every career journey needs a purpose and strategy. So let's take this trek together. This is your career GPS. Welcome back to Your Career GPS, the podcast designed to help teens, young adults, students, and new grads navigate their personal career journey. Just a reminder again, if you haven't already, make sure that you follow us, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We just want to keep spreading uh, this really, really great message and this great content and the amazing guests that we've been so fortunate to have and expand our reach even further. Also, if you haven't already, definitely check us out on Instagram at Your Career GPS Podcast. We are delighted to kind of shift gears a little bit. So we want to tackle such an important uh, topic today, which is really about kind of taking a vision that you have and sort of creating your own path around it. And we're talking about entrepreneurship and and becoming a business owner and really uh, flourishing uh, within that. And we have just an absolutely incredible guest who's here today to speak on the subject and really help our listeners really discover the steps in order to really, really be successful within their own business. So um, Cassie, can you introduce our guest? Yes, uh, so excited for our episode today and excited to introduce you all to our guest, Charlene Walters. Charlene has an MBA and a PhD and is a business and branding mentor and entrepreneurship coach on Entrepreneur Magazine's Ask an Expert platform, and also through her own consulting business, charlenewalters.com, where she enjoys working one-on-one with a variety of entrepreneurs, businesses, and professionals. She's also a speaker and corporate trainer, the author of Launch Your Inner Entrepreneur, What's Next, Emerging, Leading, and Profiting in a Post-COVID World, which is coming soon, and Own Your Other, a memoir about her experience overcoming tragedy and loss, which is in pre-publication. Additionally, Charlene is a TV host on Launch with Charlene Walters, and which is now streaming on Roku, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Charlene previously developed and led a digital entrepreneurship MBA program, writes a blog, is a frequent media contributor and guest on Entrepreneur, Forbes, Thrive Global, CNBC Make It, and many others, and was identified as one of 150 marketers to follow by Rubikly. Charlene, we're so excited to have you here today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And I actually feel bad that you had to read that long bio, but I'm glad to be here with both of you. You know, it is it is very common that we have guests on Brad or I will read the bio and they're like, I'm so sorry, but I think it's great. We should celebrate everything that you've done. And I'm so excited to dive into it a little bit more today. Yeah, I'm already blown away. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Both. Good. Well, to kick us off, um, can you talk a little bit about your work and how you found your way into your current career and everything that you're doing? 
Absolutely. So, you know, everything in life is kind of an up, down, zigzag. It's never this straight line. So I kind of got about this in this long (laughs) back road kind of way. But when I started out undergrad, I was an English major because I always loved writing. That was something I was really passionate about. And I grew up in Connecticut. It was really cold in Connecticut. I hated the cold weather, decided I'm out as soon as I finish (laughs) and moved to Miami, Florida. So in Miami, Florida, I got a job initially in sales. And this was something brand new to me. I hadn't had any experience with business before. So I really grew this love of business, wanted to learn more, decided to eventually go back to school and get my MBA, which led to me also getting my PhD in marketing. And I've kind of spent my career back and forth between business and higher ed. And eventually, really, the area I specialized in was curriculum in higher ed. And I created a digital entrepreneurship MBA program. So I got to pick out all of our curriculum, our books. I was working with students on their businesses, helping them develop their plans. And that really fueled a passion for entrepreneurship. And I began mentoring students. And I also started doing some work with Entrepreneur Magazine's Ask an Expert platform. And I always had that little dream inside, like I've got to get back and write that book. And I started thinking about where I could add value and what I had to offer. And it really kind of boiled down to entrepreneurial mindset. And when I looked at what was on the market, I didn't see anything specifically aimed at women or female entrepreneurs. And so that's where I decided to focus. However, a lot of men who read the book say that they can also relate a lot <laughs> to what's in the book. So I like to put that caveat in there because I, it's fine for men to read it too, mm-hmm. but really focused on those areas that women could need help with. And while I was doing all this, I had my own side hustle. So I was mentoring, I was speaking, I was writing on the side. And I decided eventually at some point, once I launched the book, that I would go into full-time entrepreneurship. So I've been doing all kinds of things ever since, writing more books and also just recently launched a show called Launch where I have a variety of guests and really all things having to do with moving forward in life, whether you're an entrepreneur or an intrapreneur. So that's what got me here today with all of you. Wow. So impressed right now. Absolutely blown away <laughs> impressed. I had the the privilege, I should say, of uh, participating and uh, developing a course. And so I know how time exhaustive it is just to develop a course, let alone a program. So that that to me just blows my mind um, that, um, that you were able to accomplish that and, and, you know, really make it your own. And so major kudos to that. And so, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Curriculum to me is fun. You know, it's not for everyone, (laughs) but I think, you know, once you get into that pattern of it and you get used to it, it's really an area that there's a lot of creativity and it kind of combines all those things that I really enjoy. So that's why I like it so much. And I can do well when you're passionate, obviously, as you know about something. Yes, yes, 100%. So in kind of getting in the uh, discussion today regarding our topic, and for our audience in particular, who are uh, typically the under 30 crowd, the students, new graduates, emerging professionals, who maybe do have this entrepreneurial spirit, and they have this ambition that, you know, they you know, have an idea or they have a vision, they have a concept that they really want to roll with, and maybe they want to take the leap into entrepreneurship. Um, However, uh, having experience in working with so many of them, 
it doesn't always seem that they're always well thought out plans. So what would you kind of just throw up as just some initial words of caution before even stepping into that realm? So, yes, I, I'm really passionate about everyone should try to go for what they want to do. But of course, <laughs> it's not always that easy. And so what I would warn is that a lot of times, you know, we see this glamorous vision of the entrepreneur. They have all this mm -hmm. success. They have all this money. It seems like it happened overnight. They just kind of snap their fingers. Ta-da, you know, I've got millions <laughs> coming in. And that's so dangerous. It's a really a dangerous way to think. So I would caution anyone who wants to get into it just to understand that it is going to take a long time. It's not anything overnight. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of failure. There's a lot of rejection. There's a lot of setbacks. And you have to be comfortable with that. You have to be comfortable with being able to stick with it for the long haul and not giving up on yourself. I think that is the one point I'd really drive home because that's for everyone you see. No matter what level of success, they're still getting those failures those setbacks, you know, those obstacles. So just keep that in mind before you jump in. I think that's such great advice and, and kind of having that realistic approach to it that it, it often does look like an overnight success, but we don't see the, you know, hours and hours and years that have gone into it on the, on the back end of that. So absolutely. Cause we're not posting on Instagram. Like I failed five times today. <laughs> Guess what? I just got rejected. Oh, awesome. Let me make a story about it. You know, we don't right. see that kind of thing. And maybe we should be posting those things to give that more, you know, realistic expectation, but that's just the reality of it. And everybody goes through that. Mm hmm so true. Do you find in your experience, you've mentored a lot of people and, and worked with different students and entrepreneurs and that type of thing. Do you find that there are certain per personality traits or characteristics that appear to be most common in people that pursue entrepreneurship or, or maybe even kind of going along with that mindset, like characteristics and additional mindsets that lead to the most success of people who are pursuing a path of entrepreneurship? Definitely, there is a mindset you can get into to make you a more successful as an entrepreneur. And the initial thing is taking action, right? You have to be a risk taker. You have to make that jump into entrepreneurship, which can be scary for a lot of people because we don't want to give up our paychecks. You know, we're, we're nervous about that. So that's a big one. Also, confidence, you know, and confidence is not something that you have to have right away. A lot of people suffer from self-sabotage. They have imposter yeah. syndrome. They feel like they don't really belong, but it's overcoming that and growing your confidence and just that ability to keep putting yourself in situations over and over again and bouncing back when you hit those obstacles I just talked about. So having a plan B, a plan C, finding a way to reset your mindset when something bad happens. Thing, bad things happen to me all the time. I hit something, a setback still. I, if I get in that, I still feel it. It's not that I'm like superwoman and like, ah, who cares? Another <laughs> failure. Like, it's just not that. I found a way to reset myself when it happens. So whatever it is, and it's different for everyone. So for me, if I get outside, I get some exercise, I go for a run, spend some time doing something else, and then come back to it when I'm in a better frame of mind so I can think clearly and think of what I'm going to do next. And that's really important for entrepreneurs because they have to be able to get themselves out. Look at we've, what we've just gone through with the pandemic. Everybody who is in business had to reset. And now we'll do it again as we emerge and, you know, customers buying patterns have changed. So you really have to have that ability to keep going, to be tenacious and to be creative when you have to come up with something new. Mm -hmm. I really like the point about just uh, 
the ability to take action because really that's what the whole thing is really built on. It's, it's having this goal, having this vision and, and just being able to implement on a consistent basis and realize that failure is a part of the process. It's not going to yeah. be linear by any stretch and you're going to have all of these, these obstacles that are going to come along the way, but just being able to um, have faith in that process. So I really appreciate that point. You're welcome. And also it's important, you know, to really manage your time mm-hmm. and to focus on other areas of your life. And that's not something that's often talked about because we think of the hustle, the hustle, the hustle, mm-hmm. but you have to have also have to rest. You have to sleep. <laughs> you have to yes. take care of yourself or else you'll get burnt out really quickly. So just be really productive when you are working and then also take those times for other areas of your life that are important. And then you'll be more balanced and the better entrepreneur you'll be when you are working. Just have that those little moments of joy and time for other things that are important to you. Yes, yes, 100%. I love that point. Now, one of the things that I thought you could really, really lend to the discussion today on entrepreneurship coming from this higher education background, uh, you know, you're obviously well accomplished within that area as well. MBA, PhD, uh, let's, <laughs> let's add on a couple of more letters. Um, you appreciate the value of higher education. You appreciate the value that you've been able to get through that and, and give it back to, um, to the next generation of students that I absolutely love that. But for for students who are sort of in this decision point about, do I continue my education or do I venture out and kind of start my own business or do I do both? You know, what maybe advice or, or um, I guess, words of wisdom would you have on those that are sort of in that place where they don't know, should I go this way? Should I go this way or should I stay in the middle? Definitely, you know, and I have always, there's two pieces of advice I'd like to give here. The first one is that I've never regretted any degree that I've ever gotten. So, you know, I've had the doubt, like, should I get an MBA? Do, should I spend the money on the MBA? Is it worth it? You know, same thing with the PhD. And they've always built me up and led me to other opportunities. So I don't ever mm-hmm. think any kind of education is a bad idea, right? So keep going forward if that's something you're interested in. If you're kind of toying between, I want to start a business, but I'm not sure if I should finish school, absolutely finish school. And I think while you're in school is a great time to sort of build up your plans for your business, get started as a side hustle. Mm -hmm. You have that extra time to really do your homework, which is so important. Think about the skills, your area of expertise, what you might be interested, where there's a hole in the market, where you can add value, and then do all the research you can. Find out what you can do better. Start formulating your plans and goals. Get to know your target audience, where they hang out, where they congregate, and then start you know, working on your business plan, where and how you'll reach them, do some surveys, create an MVP, test it on people, Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. use that time wisely and then start kind of going and going after revenue for your business. So by the time you've gained traction, you're probably already graduated and it's time (laughs) to launch your business. So just do both. I think there's not a right or wrong answer. Really, it's up to you. If you're not really a school person, maybe you get your undergraduate degree and then you go back and you learn in other ways. Maybe you're going to events, you're listening to podcasts, you're taking workshops, right? Whatever it is that works for you. But again, I've never regretted any education I've gotten. And, and we have to keep learning as entrepreneurs all the time. Anyhow. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. That's such such great advice. And, you know, obviously Brad and I both come from higher ed backgrounds as well. So big fan of like, mm-hmm. I wish I had a degree. Um, but I also think about, you know, so many schools have resources and clubs for students who are interested in entrepreneurship and mm-hmm. just a great opportunity to network a little bit and get connected to other students who might really be valuable to the business that someone's starting and just lots of great uh, resources. I know the the school I work at has um, like an incubator for local businesses, but students can be a part of that too. So um, if anyone is out there kind of thinking about it and you're in school, I would definitely say like, look into those resources a little bit. There are, and you know, they have so many opportunities to practice your pitching, Mm -hmm. getting your, you can get so much feedback on whatever it is you're doing while you're in school. So always take advantage of those clubs, network, find opportunities to present your product or service and get people to comment on it. The more information and second opinions you get, the better, the better your business will be in the long run. Mm -hmm. Great. So we've just hit on some like really great and practical things that people can do and and students can do to make sure that they are putting in the time and research and energy into starting their business. Um, So I'm sure there are some obvious mistakes that people make when they just like jump right in and start a business. But are there any maybe not so common ones that you've come across that would be important to share with our listeners? So what I see often is that entrepreneurs are just these dreamers, they're innovators. They come up with like 30 different ideas and they want to focus (laughs) on all 30 at once. This is common. So what I always talk about and suggest is pick two or three. I'm not saying give up on all 30 of those dreams. You'll probably make all 30 happen, but just focus Mm -hmm. on two or three at first write down the your goals and then the micro steps to make them happen and then just tackle it a little at a time. And I think that's a big mm-hmm. one I see, just this overwhelm, like not knowing where to start, having too many ideas. So you have to start somewhere, start small and just keep building. And then the other one that I see a lot is this failure to really concentrate on you know, those revenue generating activities or really anything involving sales. And developing a selling mindset is so important for entrepreneurs because they have to get money into their business to stay in it for the long haul. And a lot of us have like a negative connotation associated with sales, right? We think we're bugging someone. We think we're annoying them. We don't Mm want to do it, right? Mm -hmm. But we have to just reframe the way we're thinking. We're actually helping them. We have a product or a service or a message that's worth being heard. And so we have to really embrace that and schedule that into our day. It's such a big part of our success. So those are the two areas that I see for new entrepreneurs where they strum they struggle with a bit. Yes. Yes. Amazing points. Excellent points. And I, I can totally relate, uh, you know, having had the experience of, of working with so many students and, and seeing this, like, yeah, I, I have all of these different ideas and all these things that I want to accomplish and I have to do it all at once, right. <laughs> all and simultaneously. It's, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's long. Like, you know, even people say that to me in my career, I want to do what you're doing. And I say, well, you have to start yeah. back here, you know, and you, you have to do the little steps first. And a lot of times all of us, and I'm guilty of it too, mm-hmm. we want to get instantly to mm-hmm. the end, right? Mm-hmm. But we can't, there's just no way to do that. So we have to have that patience really and that, you know, putting the time and the effort in. Yeah. Yes. 100%. 100%. Um, kind of going back to a, a previous point that you made is, you know, we really do get 
super enticed by by the trophy, by the <laughs> end result of all of the hard work from other individuals who have been successful at business. But again, you know, that might have taken three, four, five, ten years <laughs> to get to that point, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it is important to, to kind of keep those things in context. It, it, it all started from one idea, from one place, from one decision, and then incrementally worked up from there. So, um, so those are, are excellent reminders. Um, now, for the listeners who are, you know, paying attention to this podcast and are really, really absorbing all of this great information that you're giving and are now kind of at that point where they, they really have something that they want to roll with, but they're just not sure when to pull the trigger. Um, they're maybe in that analysis paralysis kind of state. Um, you know, what, what kind of advice or suggestions would you have on what the appropriate time should be? Is there an appropriate time? How do you know? <laughs> and, and what resources maybe they could, you know, tap into in order to, to finally, you know, pull the trigger? So it would vary for everyone. But what I encourage people to do is think about their goals. Where do they want to be and within what amount of time? Mm -hmm. And that can really help set the tone for when they want to launch into it full time. I'm a big fan of starting as a side hustle no matter what, mm -hmm. so that you don't have that additional stress of trying to bring in money and survive while mm -hmm. you're working on your business. If you could kind of chip away at all that and really get going, I think that's a great thing to do. I think it, again, it depends on where you want to be at what point, but really if you have a plan and you track it backwards, so think about, you know, you want to make such and such number of sales by what time, how many do you need to make a month? When you start seeing that you're on track to do what you want to do, that's a good time to pull the trigger. Or a lot of times I've talked to many entrepreneurs, they say they just know you get overwhelmed to the point if you're doing a side hustle where you just can't do both anymore. <laughs> so you'll know when it's time. But I'm always a big fan of starting slow on the side until you really get going. I think that's such great advice to kind of think through of when to kind of make that step and really decide to to go into the business that you're thinking about or to expand that side hustle. So yeah, reverse engineering is is great. Just laying it all down and then kind of doing those steps, what you'll need to do, how many sales outreach attempts you'll need to make, what you want to have in terms of revenue and by when. And some people, you know, it varies. Some people want to have this multi-million dollar business. Some people just want enough to get by and do what they want to do. And some people just were happy to have a side hustle permanently. It really depends on the individual and there's no right or wrong answer. It's, it's really up to you and your goals. Mm-hmm. So important to remember that your goals and the things that you value and how you want your life to look is really a big determining factor in all of this. So. Absolutely. And we're all different. So to each his own, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, Charlene, as we kind of start to wrap up a little bit here today, we ask all of our guests the same question to end things. So I'm going to ask you the same thing. Um, what is a valuable piece of career advice that you wish you had when you had started out? So I think the main thing, there's two things. So I think the first one is that you can do whatever you put your mind to. I think when you're younger, you don't necessarily have that confidence in yourself mm -hmm. and you can doubt yourself now more then. I know that I didn't have the confidence I have now. So to know that would be great. 
And the other important thing, and I tell this, I have two, two teenage daughters and I tell them all the time, you don't have to have everything figured out now, right? <laughs> Things ebb and flow and change and it's okay to switch directions, right? So I would tell everyone that absolutely you can do whatever you want to do, have a plan, start moving towards it. And again, it might change over time, but eventually I find that we all find our way to doing something that we really love. And nothing that we've done along the path is useless, right? Everything we pick up, all those skills, all of those different things, even at the time if we can't see it, it adds to who we are at the end of our journey. So nothing ever career-wise is a waste of time. Just stick with it and you'll get to where you want to be. Mm. That is deep, but it's powerful at the same time and true. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, just keep going after it. I love it. I love it. So again, I mean, this was incredibly insightful. I don't know how we jam-packed so much in the time that, <laughs> that we spent here, because I felt like this was like 50 minutes worth of con <laughs> of content. But either way, I'm delighted um, because I definitely uh, took a lot from this. I learned a lot uh, from this. So I know our listeners were as well. So uh, last question that we have for you, I'm sure people are going to want to follow you and um, get connected and learn a little bit more about what you do. I know you've got um, the book, the show. Uh, what are the best ways to, to get connected to Charlene and all the amazing things she's doing? So you can find out more about me on charlenewalters.com. You can also, if you're interested in my book, which is called Launch Your Inner Entrepreneur, you can find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Walmart even, anywhere <laughs> books are sold. <laughs> check it out if you're interested. And you can also check out pretty much everything else on my website. And you can connect with me on social at either C. Walters PhD or Charlene Walters PhD. That's Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever. I'm mm -hmm. there. Awesome. Well, Charlene, thank you again so much for joining us today and sharing all of your insight on entrepreneurship and how young professionals and current students can really kind of navigate their those big dreams and really go after what they want um, in a in a way that's practical and logical and you know getting them to that life that they're looking for. So like Brad said, I'll, I'll just reiterate so many great nuggets in here. And I feel like I'm taking away a lot from this conversation too. So really appreciate your time today. Thanks to both of you and thanks to the audience for listening. It was fun and I was happy to be here. Good luck awesome. to everyone. And I hope <laughs> that you will launch your inner entrepreneur if that's interesting to you. Yes. yes. Awesome. Well, this is your career GPS and your journey awaits. <laughs>